welcome to Getting It Together. I'm your host, Erin Heidelberger, the OG Git Mom. What is Git Mom? It's a philosophy, a way of life, and a national movement, if I do say so myself, that's helping moms everywhere get it together. G-I-T. Get it? I'm a certified parent coach and the founder of Get Mom. I empower moms to feel in control in this totally out of control experience we call motherhood. I want to welcome you to a whole new way of thinking about parenting. The secret formula to creating a happy family is, wait for it, to put yourself front and center. Get Mom is the only coaching company in the country focusing on mom's happiness rather than her kids. I give moms simple one, two, three steps to parent more effectively and efficiently. The end goal is always to carve out happy mommy time for you because happy, confident, independent moms raise well-adjusted, self-assured, and happy children. Every podcast, I'll be inviting my guests to talk about how they get off Mommy Island, how they put the me in mommy, and what they do to get it together. My dream for this podcast is to be the answer to your parenting woes. So let's get into it. Joining me today is Cameron Westcott. Some people call her the real life Elle Woods for her famous personal motto that she is blonde by birth and pink by choice. But she is so much more. Originally from the Golden State of California, she went to college in Texas where she met her husband, Court, who is plainly put Texas royalty. The two have built an incredible life together, including her museum-worthy shoe collection, (laughs) and fans everywhere can now get to know her on the Bravo series, The Real Housewives of Dallas, one of my faves. Oh my gosh. She and Court, oh my God, no, I'm so happy to meet with you. She and Court share a daughter, son, and one four-legged child, and truly believe that family is everything. Cameron was once voted into the top 10 most beautiful women in Dallas, but she's just as beautiful on the inside. She has her own dog food company, Sparkle Dog Food, and is highly active and respected in the Dallas charity scene. Something she believes should be the Dallas way. Welcome, Cameron. Thank you so much. What a fabulous introduction. Can't thank you enough for that. Well, let's kick off with what everyone is talking about right now. How has coronavirus impacted your family? Has the virus made your job as a mom harder? Obviously, I'm sure. And how are you dealing with it? Oh my goodness. Well, I am hanging in there and life has definitely changed drastically. I mean, just not leaving your house for one. And I've turned into a teacher, I feel like overnight. And I've also now been helping out cleaning wise in my house. You know, my housekeeper, I started begging for her to come a little bit, but she's usually full time. And now I'm doing laundry. I'm doing beds. I mean, this is like a new life. And, you know, I obviously am with the children 24-7, and the homeschooling has definitely been a challenge. I have 
never realized how hard it is to be a teacher and especially being a teacher for your own children. So that has definitely been a challenge. And my husband also is at home now all the time. And I am not used to that as either. Me neither. Oh my God. I think for me, that's the hardest part. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh, we just don't have our alone time ever. And I have to lock myself in my closet slash bathroom (laughs) to hide. (laughs) Well, what I found is that moms, we really set the tone for our families. So during this coronavirus adventure, let's be positive, right? This is all new adventure for us. I've been really mindful of the kind of energy I'm putting out to my boys, but that wasn't always the case because when I had my firstborn, Cole, who's now 16, I was super full of anxiety. So how did motherhood kick off for you? And when did you become a mom? And is it something that you always wanted? Yeah, it's definitely something I've always dreamed of my entire life. It it was like I had to be a mother. There was no question. And I, when I was playing with Barbies, I always had children. (laughs) My sister and I always played Barbies. And I always had a boy and a girl, always. Always had a boy and a girl when we were playing Barbies. And this is kind of weird, but I had this little figurine as a child that would sit on my bookshelf. And that little figurine, it was like a little brunette child. It actually looks just like Hilton, my daughter. And it literally is the weirdest thing. But when she came out, I was like, oh my God, this is like scary. It looks like the figurine I grew up with on my bookshelf. Like it's scary. Wow. Um, But yeah, I always wanted to be a mom. And I had this weird time clock saying that I always wanted to have Mm. kids by the time I was 30. And for all you young moms out there, don't stress yourself out. I was being crazy. I mean, I have friends that are still having babies and they're almost 40. So it's like. Right. And I had Wells at 41. I love that. Oh, I love that. And I'm still debating if I'm going to my third still. So, you know, I'm still debating. All right. Well, you are on Corona vacation, so you never know. know. Court, court, we need you to come in the closet. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to hide from me. (laughs) So now I know you're not just a mom to Hilton and Cruz, but you also have Chunk. Yep. Yep. All right. So obviously and we have a Munchkin Bengal cat too. Oh, well, we can't forget about the Bengal yes. cat. Hello. Yeah. Lotus. Oh, yes. Our little mini Dallas Tiger King. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So catch us up on your company, Sparkle Dog Food. Was yeah. this your first entree into being an entrepreneur? You know, my parents were entrepreneurs and they did many different things when I was a child growing up. And so I had the perfect examples always right in front of me. And my first venture, of course, was actually clothing, dog clothing. And I made dog clothing. Actually, it was right out of college. I started uh, working with a company out of Brazil and we worked together and I you know, did dog clothes. And it was all for my Yorkie Louie because I couldn't find any cute dog clothes for him back then. And I would, you know, go to these huge stores and they would have nothing for dogs. And back then people didn't really dress their dogs up except people like me and we needed (laughs) dog clothes. And so I started dog clothing and I sold them in little boutiques around Dallas and it was a lot of fun. And that's one of, one of my favorite, favorite jobs. And then I stopped after 9-11, I stopped because people weren't spending money on fancy dog pieces anymore. So I kind of cut back and I, you know, I stopped that. But now I have sparkled up food. 
Well, I love watching you grow this business and it's something that you will all, it's your own. This is your like, quote unquote, your third baby, you know, amongst your whole, because like, this is your entire doing. And like, even though you probably sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, what have I done to myself? It's a runaway train. It's still, you have to be like, so proud of yourself that you created something so unique to the market. No, I I love it. I love it. And and I'm so thankful for that because my children get to see that. And that is what just my heart, my daughter, there's times where I wanted to quit. And my daughter was like, you cannot quit mom. This is like, you cannot quit. This is, we need this for the dogs. (laughs) She was so sweet. So I love, their motivation. They're, they're very a part of it too. So in my experience, being an entrepreneur is a great training ground for building a thick skin and can-do attitude like we just talked about with Sparkle Dog. So let's talk about the world of judgy Judies. Yeah. And I imagine being a part of the Housewives cast presents its fair share of interpersonal challenges. Yeah. So I would love to hear how you've built the confidence to be your own woman on the show, sit at the table and finish your dinner as everyone leaves you <laughs> yes, because yes. you don't really give in to the drama around you. And that's why yeah. I, I really like you. I, I, I've watched you throughout the couple of seasons and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? She's just her own person and she's just doing her thing. So how, Thank how you. have you not fed into the drama? It's, it's really hard not to, I console a lot with my girlfriends that are outside of this group and I always tell them situations and I get advice from them all the time. And usually before I do anything too crazy, I always want advice from people. And I feel like after I've talked to other people and got advice, I feel like I'm very secure with what I'm going to do. And if it wasn't for them, when we're filming, I, I don't know how I can get through this whole thing because I'll go home and I'll call my girlfriend and be like, God, I'm in this situation. Oh, what do I do? Right. And they're a very level headed and they're outside of the drama. So they're a good, it's a good perspective for them. And, um, it's always good advice because, you know, usually what they tell me to do or how to handle is always right on. And I usually admire everything they do in their life. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to help. I'm going to do this. Um, but it's hard because sometimes, you know, I get a lot of backlash on Twitter and people attack me. And, you know, when I called Brandy trashy in Mexico, I felt horrible for that. And I never planned to do that. Never. It was just a defense mechanism. And I was like in a moment with 12 margaritas in my body, you know, <laughs> it's like well, you know, one margarita yeah. can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's so funny too, because when things like that do happen, the first people I call I, is my mother, my father, my mother-in-law. Oh gosh. And oh my. I just tell them right away. I say, listen, this is what I, I know, did. It's better to be proactive than yep. reactive. I say, this is what I did. Please forgive me. I made a mistake. And you know, sometimes they're like, well, I would have done worse. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh, shoot. oh thank goodness. You know? So yeah. So sometimes, you know, it's not so bad. And I settle myself on the show. You've mentioned your husband court's conservative family and the pressure of Dallas society's expectations, which I have to say, you know, I live in Vermont. The, the country can't understand this Southern mentality. Mm -hmm. So 
it's like interesting that you guys talk about this on every episode because it's really, it's not typical around the country. So has there been a scene that made you just want to hide in your bed after it aired because you said something you regretted or you felt the editing wasn't flattering? Yeah. Um, I would say the most recent thing, of course, was me throwing my napkin at Brandy's face. <laughs> that is something I would never do ever, 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 ever. And um, normally, and I don't know what happened to myself. I don't know how that came out. Again, I want to blame the margaritas, but I have to take accountability for my actions. And I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, my girlfriends at home are going to be so upset with that. Like, who, gonna be like, like who are you? I don't even know you right now. Yes, yes. And, and I love my girlfriend so much. And, you know, being in the South, we are very conservative. And right. I know a lot of the women on the show are not conservative, but that's not normal for the area I live in. The area I live in, it is a very conservative, very well-mannered town. And it's just Southern. It's just the South. And that's what happens in the South is people are very, you know, traditional. I grew up in California. So I did grow up in a conservative family and my family was like that, but not everyone in California was like that. So when I moved to Dallas, it really was an awakening because I realized people are a little bit more buttoned up here. And I just adapted and, you know, had an easy transition because I was from a conservative family. So I fit right in. All right. So it seems like you really enjoy being a part of the show, but aren't so driven by the quest for fame that you get wrapped up in too many of the housewives hijinks. So when you're done filming the season, do you miss it? And what do you do to treat yourself after a reunion? Yeah, well, it's really funny because when we're done filming, I literally see my phone on a counter and no one's stalking me. Like the production crew calls my phone like every five minutes and you know, it becomes a habit. Like, Oh, my phone's ringing. It's thumb again. And so when they clear out of Dallas, it's like, Oh my God, my phone's not ringing every five minutes. This is so weird. I don't have to be somewhere every two seconds. And yeah, it's like crazy. And then you find yourself like sitting in a room of silence and it's so bizarre, but obviously it's so nice because then I can catch up with my other friends that I feel like I've neglected Mm -hmm. and, you know, get right back to all that. Um, But then my family, after we go straight to California and we stay out there, get the heck out. Oh yeah. We just stay out there and vacation the rest of summer. Oh, I love it. And we just do family time. Yeah. And how long, how many weeks do you film? We film usually about three months. Oh my goodness. So 13 weeks. That is no joke. Yeah. Wow. And it's intense because it doesn't matter if your kids have a test the next day and everything is scheduled. So it's not like there's cameras in our house. It's not like day. a surprise. We're coming yeah, in. Yeah, thank gosh. I could not oh, do I could it. Have. No way. If there was cameras in my house every day, I would be freaking out. So my family knows what days the cameras come during the week. And then my family knows where I am at what restaurants because sometimes we just film at a restaurant that day. We don't film at our house. So it just really depends. So what's the coolest opportunity you've had since the housewives? I have to say my favorite is just being on watch what happens live. I honestly, well, I love Andy Cohen. Yeah. I, me too. I, I went to his show. I sat in the, of course oh I, went my gosh, the show, but I so sat nice. in the studio audience. Yeah. I won a charity ticket. 
Wow, that's and awesome. I listen to him on Sirius Radio. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So that's one of your favorites? That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, the first time I went on, I was like, this is crazy. Cause I was the biggest fan of the show. And I never in a million years thought I'd ever be on a reality TV show. And when I was like in that chair, I was like, this is not. Oh my gosh. I'm here on yeah. the show. Not and the, the and the other fun perks, of course, yeah. is you know, a lot of hotels will give us perks if we stay at their hotel or something. And that is like my husband's like oh my God, like, you like we have arrived. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll stay at like these fabulous hotels now. And my husband doesn't have to pay the bill sometimes. And I'm yeah. like, it's all in me. That's right. Well, you know what? You deserve it. Like you're yeah. not just sitting around eating bonbons, like they say, right? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's a lot of work. This sounds like a lot. I, yeah. I'm so glad you shared that. I really, that is intense. Yeah. Oh, baby. It's, oh. Yeah. It's really intense. And the other thing is you have to be on all the time. Well, no kidding. You're so, not just like laying in your bed. Right. There's no breaks. Watching when we're the other housewives. That's yeah. holy moly. So I'm glad yeah. that you like guys make a plan. Yeah. I tell it out of there and go oh. to California and like yeah. regroup as a family. Yeah. And my children, when I'm filming, my children really understand that mommy works three months out of the year and they really respect that mommy is busy and they miss me a lot. But on the weekends, I really try to make up for not being present as much as I usually am. All right. So what is your quote unquote real life like when the cameras aren't filming? Well, I actually, I have a lot of great girlfriends and we do a lot of, a lot of things. We actually, every one of my girlfriends has their own business and that's so beyond amazing. So we're always doing some party for them or a charity event, or, you know, we're going to a shopping party to support a local boutique. It is definitely, um, a busy life outside of the show. And I really think of the show as just, you know, a side activity for me because my normal life is so crazy as it is. So it's really just an extracurricular. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that you make time for yourself. Your girlfriends are obviously mm-hmm. like keeping you alive. It sounds like. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And Dallas has so many fun charity events and luncheons. There is one every single day in Dallas. And, and now, will you go to one every single day? I go to one, I, I go to luncheon once a week for sure. Okay. 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 And with, with my girlfriends and we'll probably yeah. do, we'll probably have a private, you know, influencer lunch for a brand once a week as well. Okay. All right. So two out of the, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. five days a week, yeah. you know, because the weekends just have to regroup. Right. All right. So I don't know about you, but during our Corona staycation is yeah. what I'm trying to be positive about calling yeah. it. So I'm creating a mental list of all the spa services that this girly girl is like craving yeah. when, you know, the gates are opened and we can roam around the world. Yeah. So I actually told, I actually, I, yesterday I was on my rebounder. I'm all about uh-huh. the rebounder, you know, for the lymphatic system and our metabolism. Mm-hmm. And I FaceTime my manicurist Ilva and I'm like, when yeah. I, get there. I'm going to literally sit on your lap. <laughs> I love it. But I I love say, it. I, I, I'm not. And she's like, yes, please. She's like, that's okay. She's like, I will allow it. Yeah. So, so I'm excited about my nails, getting lashes put back on. Yeah. So when we get to resume normal life, what's on your must do list? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to go get a hydrofacial. 
Ooh, I love die for that. You know, it like sucks your pores, cleans your pores really well. I definitely want to do dermaplaning, which takes off the top layer of your skin. And it just gives you that good glow. And then I definitely want to get Botox. I was supposed to get Botox before we were in quarantine. And it's not, it's the good thing is it's not all the way out yet, but it's going to be soon. So I want to get my Botox and then, oh my God, my blonde roots. I mean, my roots are coming through. Okay. So got to get that fixed. Yep. And I want to go get my extensions put back in my hair. This is my normal hair, but you know, when we're filming, I put in these fabulous extensions just to give some, my hair, some volume and length it. and I feel naked right now without my extensions. So I I like it. That is a salad list. And like the, I mean, it's good. We're going to get back to normal. It's going to be amazing. Yes. I hope hope so. Oh my God. Yes. It, we have to, I mean, yeah. it's happening. It's going yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's happening, but it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to be the best day of our life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just hear that song. I'm coming out. <laughs> We're like yeah. emerging. Yes. We can't touch anyone, but yeah, I mean, no. we don't know. How much we, like it's going to be so strange, but oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. All right. So another thing we have in common is our love of pink. Yes. It's not a casual thing. I actually no. built a house with a hot pink laundry room. Oh I, my God, I love it. Well, I mean, I had to torture, you know, all the boys in my house, right? I love like, it, yes. Yeah. All right, so when did your obsession with pink begin and does it drive your family nutso? Oh gosh, well, if there's ever a game and there's players with different pink colors, Everyone's like, of course, Cameron wants the pink. I'm like, of course. And so it's funny because my sister growing up used to say I would always hog the pink. So she gravitated towards purple. And so she was always doing that. She's like, I couldn't even have pink. I couldn't have a chance because she wanted it all the time. (laughs) And it's so funny because of that. Uh, But um, I have grown up loving pink from day one. My whole room has always been pink. It was Ralph Lauren big wide pink and white striped wallpaper in my oh that sounds heavenly (laughs) literally and I actually visited my bedroom like two years ago with my childhood friend we went in there we knocked on the door my old house my wallpaper was still stop it yeah that you must have been yeah. Up. Yep. Oh my and my mom used to always put me in pink dresses. You know, Laura Ashley was huge when I was Oh, little. I had, so you had the Ralph Lauren. I had the Laura yeah. Ashley. Laura that Ashley, was my yeah. first bedding after I graduated oh. from college. Love, wait, was that it was pink? An investment. Was it, was yours pink with like little pink. leaves? Okay. I think my bedding was that too. We might've had the same bedding. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. You're much younger. You're much okay. younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, but you look the same age. Fun. Uh, oh my gosh, I love it's it. Botox. It's because I got my Botox before the corona. I love it. <laughs> it's off 12 years of my life. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I would never know. Well, thank you. All right. So that's all part about being a family. So we learn yeah. to accept and we love our people who are different. And your sister loves purple. You love pink. Yeah. I'm surrounded by all my boys and all their blue and green, which you're the princess. <laughs> darn right, sister. Yes, or the queen. So that's yes, yes. But yeah. you know, all of it. All of yeah, it. All yeah. of it. So you've on the show, you've been honest about how your daughter is a tomboy. Yeah. And we know you are a self-professed girly girl. I'm a girly girl raising three boys, so I get it. 
did it take some time for you to accept Hilton shunning your pink princess lifestyle that you love so much? I actually have always been supportive. I just really didn't like her playing football because I thought she was going to get hurt. And she loves to play with the boys all the time too. And I love that. I really, really do. Um, But I've always been accepting to it just because I also think it's pretty cool that she can hang out with the boys and hang out with the girls and her favorite color is still pink. Um, so that's exciting. Yes. Yep. That's a win. I mean, not that we don't, don't, not that we don't love blue and green Heidelberg, but yeah. But the one thing, the one thing that really made me sad is she refused to wear bows at a very young age and I kept begging her. Yes. She would rip them out and I kept begging her, please, please. Mommy only has one daughter. Please put another bow in. And she was just like, mom, the boys are just going to think I'm not cool with this bow. And all these other girls would wear bows to school. And I'd be like, see them in their cute little dress. And I'd be like, please. And she she refused. So it was hard that I couldn't do the whole bow, bow life very long. Well, part of the key to creating and accepting a loving family, I believe, is having a calm home. I actually just watched Court climb on your yes. pantry walls looking for the gummy bears. Yes. And actually, I voted on the Instagram poll that he would find them. Court, <laughs> I, I did. I, I was rooting for you and you failed me but that's okay Cameron love it with the gummy bears so I am I am I'm going to admit I am OCD about our home and I'm into cleanliness and organization it helps me conquer the chaos and based on your insta stories it seems like you are super into having an organized home too yes and I find I'm good at maintaining, but I don't have the spatial awareness to do it. So are you good at organizing? Oh my gosh. I am an organizational freak. I organize everything on a normal basis. I have a rule. You have to organize one cabinet or drawer every week of your life. And that is one of my rules. So over time, you're kind of always staying you know, organized. Mm-hmm. But during this quarantine, I'm going yeah. crazy. If you saw my You're garage, like Armageddon. You you would you would die. If you saw my garage, I cleaned out the entire house, went through every single cabinet since this quarantine. The first two weeks I worked literally, you couldn't even look at me. I was look I looked You're like in a the rat. zone. I was in the zone, just not answering text messages, just cleaning. Wow. And my whole like I have a I have um three garages and two of the garages right now are full of stuff. Okay. Like you can't walk in it. It's okay. that full. All right. Racks of clothing. Well, okay. Just yeah. I know. And I saw Court was like, no more racks. He's like, Oh yeah. He said, it's a new rule. The racks. He said, I have to ditch the racks and it's hard because I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put all that. <laughs> you should build a she shed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is so horrible. When we built our house, when I was like 23 years old, um, we built our house, we put the playroom on the other side of this wall. Okay, cool. And, um, so for when my kids one day go to college and they don't need a playroom anymore, my husband said, Hey, we can take the wall down and we'll make one huge closet for you. Stop it. My closet is huge as it is. You guys, 
Cameron and I are on, we can see each other. We're on video. And <laughs> she's in a really nice closet. Let's be clear. Okay, so wait. So wait. So the playroom is behind this wall where I'm looking at all of your yeah. pink white yeah. yeah, the playroom is on the other side of this wall. Okay. So we did that on purpose. So we just go right through and it's just going to be, yeah. It's going to be a palace, a pink oh, yeah. palace. I, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can just move in. And you know what? If yeah. I move in, I will only bring things that are in the dress code. So yeah, exactly good roommates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and I will clean. Very well. I'll clean. I yeah. can't cook. <laughs> I can't cook right either. It's not, okay. it's not going well. Though, uh, you know, it's not going well. There's, so, there's kind of some wins and everyone's like shocked. And I'm like, yeah, okay, it's good. But. It's, it's not going well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I tried cooking the first two weeks and I was like, I'm going to cook every day. My husband's going to be so happy. It's going to be like old fashioned times where I'm cooking every day for my husband. And he goes, babe, you got to stop. Cause your food is not good. So I just, I just can't, I'm a, I can bake. Yeah. Right. Can bake? I could bake. Yes. I could yeah. bake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So it's like whatever it takes right now. Like, you yeah. know, someday we're going to be able to leave our homes. We're going to lay down the Windex and the vacuum. Yeah. We get to be frivolous and focus on future vacation plans. Yeah. So I was watching, I know you went to Cabo with the kids. I actually, like, I've been thinking like, where, where do we want to go as a family when everything is lifted? I'm thinking either Orlando, not Disney, but Orlando, the Four Seasons. It's one of my favorite hotels or the new Four Seasons in Cabo. Like I, two two extremes, right? And I know your family also owns a ski home in Colorado. So are you a warm or cold weather vacationer? I am a hundred percent a warm weather vacationer. I don't really, warm to hotter. I, I'm a little bit of a brat when it comes to going to the mountains and being the cold. I actually don't consider that a vacation. Sadly, I consider that work and I consider that a daily duty and a gift to my children because it's a gift to take them skiing. And I think it's important for kids to learn how to ski when they're young because it's easier later in life. And, but I feel like it's a duty and I don't enjoy skiing. I only ski like green. So I really prefer being on a tropical island, playing and just in being the water, free and yep. warm and having li- a cocktail with a pink umbrella, you know. So we live in a ski town uh-huh. and I do not ski because it's oh, too wow. I don't like to be cold. It's too yeah. much stuff. I don't want to carry all this stuff. My yes. it's just I watch everyone traipsing around. I'm like, oh that's that's work, right? Yeah. Like I, that's yeah. the duty. Oh my, all right. Okay. And if I do ski, I only ski for like two hours and then I go to lunch and I'm done. (laughs) You're like, I'm out. Adios, family. All right. So I always talk to my clients about getting off of mommy Island because it's really important that we keep a sense of ourselves, whether it's taking a trip with your girlfriends or developing a personal passion like sparkled dog food. So as a busy mom and reality star and a business owner, how do you put the me in mommy? Well, I'm very thankful for my girlfriends wanting mommy time as well. So I've been very lucky that my girlfriends love to travel and I love to travel. So I usually get an email from one of them and they're like, we got to get out of town. Where can we go? <laughs> yes. And, and I've been so thankful for that. And so I'm like, you know what? 
you're right. Sign me up too. So we'll always do a trip, um, you know, when I'm not filming or something and we just get away for three days or a weekend. And that literally just like, you know, clears just my resets, mind. resets, right? Yeah. Parenting is like Groundhog's Day. And yeah. just, I mean, we're fortunate to be able to take that break, mm-hmm. but also a lot of people are fortunate, but they don't do it because they have the guilt. And I yes. want them to understand your children will live. Yes. Miss anything. Right. Come mm-hmm. back like happier and shinier and like yeah. their whining will not bother you as much. A hundred percent. And I feel oh. like they need their reset too. They don't realize, yeah. but they need their break from us. You know? Right? Like, right. Yeah. We're not meant to be together 24 no. 7. No one is. Yeah. All right. So you're such an active person between the show, your dog food company, your kids, charities. I suspect that you have some new things cooking. So what are you working on right now that you will be excited to share with the world when all of the restrictions are lifted? Well, I've just developed a dog treat. So my dog treat will be launching really any day. I'm actually thinking probably one or two weeks from now. I'm just waiting until things settle a little bit more, but I have an amazing dog treat. So for big dogs and little dogs, I have peanut butter dog treats and I have apple dog treats and they're all organic and they're actually human grade as well. So we technically could eat them as well. So I might be having some people taste test them for me too. I've already tried them, but they're amazing. And that will be coming out any day now. I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Like it's really important that we women like support each other and lift each other up. And even if it's Mm -hmm. just saying like, Hey, thumbs up, like good job, because you know what? Our spouses don't get it. Right, right. We as women and mothers, we understand that this doesn't just happen overnight or like while we're Mm -hmm. sleeping. Like it's Mm -hmm. really us driving the train, the crazy train. Yes, yes. Congratulations. That's really thank you so much. And I also still have my chewy multivitamins right now, which are super yummy and they're really good for little doggies that have, you know, little tiny mouths because they're soft. So they can chew them because the hard tablets, you know, small dogs can't eat the hard tablets. It just does not work for them. Um, and I also have my dog shampoo. You have been such a joy to talk to. I can't help but feel like we are soul sisters in pink, and I can't wait to see what you do next. In the meantime, how does my audience find you? Yes. Well, I love Instagram. That's my favorite place. So you can find me on Instagram with Cameron Westcott and that's Cameron with the K Westcott. And on Twitter, you can find me as Cam Westcott, which is K-A-M Westcott. And then for Sparkle Dog Food, it's Sparkle Dog Food on Twitter and Instagram. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining Cameron and me today. I hope we inspired you to put the me in mommy. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was so fun. So fun. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at GetMom and check out my website, GetMom.com to learn more about how to get it together. For now, this is Erin, your biggest cheerleader, here to help you get it together, moms. And this podcast was recorded by Hanger Studios.